Well, as, as you said, uh, he's the entity um, speaking. So um, it's really, really good to be back again and uh, have our, uh, our listeners uh, online. I think um, uh, um, I've spoken to JRP before, but um, uh, it's... Uh, I think it's really exciting what we're um, what we're building here and uh, talking to uh, various groups like um, the Web Three GG guys. Um, <clears throat> now, JP, can you um, <clears throat> just give us a little bit of an overview again of um, of uh, what Web Three GG is um, and um, what what's your core mission? What, what's your uh, your goal as far as uh, Web Three and, and what you're trying to achieve in the Web Three gaming space? Yeah, of course. Uh, before I do that, uh, I want to give a quick introduction to kind of who I am and also give an introduction to some of the other things that I'm doing in the space because it ultimately Absolutely. Um, yeah. kind of goes back to Web3GG or the Web3 Gaming Group. Uh, so, hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Juan Rivera Perez. You can also call me JRP or Juan. Uh, it's up to you. Um, I've been in the Web3 Gaming space specifically now for about two and a half years. Uh, I started as a junior in college uh, with my own um, Axie Infinity Guild, which I was uh, focusing that on uh, LATAM specifically after seeing the YGG, uh, essentially a video of them kind of promoting scholars uh, within the Philippines. And I really wanted to understand how I can give back to this space and also just learn about gaming since it made the most amount of sense. Uh, when I saw Board Ape Yacht Club and a whole bunch of other NFT projects, it just didn't really make a lot of sense to me. But when I saw being able to use an asset within a game, that was uh, kind of the, the end game for me. And so uh, as a junior, uh, I then uh, kind of completed that mission and decided to, uh, uh, as a, a, a senior in college, help a guild that was owned by Netmarble FNC raise money from Netmarble. And so uh, what we did was we raised $750,000 from uh, Netmarble, and uh, we ultimately deployed that into a variety of different uh, ecosystems within gaming and also outside of gaming. Um, after a while, when the play-to-earn movement kind of started to slow down, um, I ended up joining ReNFT, which is one of the, late, the leading uh, rental infrastructure companies in the space, specifically in gaming, as their head of partnerships. A set of partnerships, I uh, had the opportunity to really kind of get connected to all the major brands, uh, infrastructure, service companies, games uh, within the space, and, and was really an, an honor to be a part of that team and, and still really bullish on what they're building. Uh, more recently, I left uh, ReNFT to join a new startup uh, called The Rev. Uh, at, at Rev, we're working, uh, we're essentially the growth engine for Web3 games and Web3 gaming communities. Um, more than happy to speak about that. And the reason I bring up Rev is because a lot of what GG is currently looking to do is actually going to be focused on proving what it means for Rev to be a, a growth engine for communities, which um, I'm tying in very specifically because one, as a founder, obviously want to be able to prove out my product, but two, as a community leader, as a founder of Web3 Gaming Group, would like to utilize you know, the, the the features that we've been building over at Rev to grow the community. And so ultimately what Web3GG is, is quite honestly, I like to think of myself as probably one of the top five most networked people in the Web3 gaming space. Uh, I have a, a variety of different contacts and I have daily people hitting me up wanting to get into the connections that I've made over the last three years. And unfortunately, I just don't have the time. And so when I saw continuous founders, kind of investors uh, hitting me up, I decided to make a group on Telegram to allow them all to network with each other. 
Um, we've been doing that now for about eight months and have gotten over a thousand members within the Telegram community and all focused around networking. And we're actually taking now the next step in our iteration, uh, which will actually enable individuals to network, I think a little bit more clearly as within a Telegram, as you can imagine, you know, messages are being sent all the time and you don't really know where the value is because it can, it, the value that you're looking for might have been sent in a channel or in a topic channel, you know, five months ago and you just can't simply find it. And so we're moving a lot of our community over to uh, our Discord. And whenever someone, you know, really asks me like, hey, do you know of a consultant? Instead of me having to go in and really understand what they need, I can simply direct them over to the Web3GG forum and have them find out what works best for them. Uh, and essentially taking my entire network and placing it into this Discord to provide value for everybody. Uh, I think long-term, I really see GG as a, uh, a vehicle for empowering individuals to become more fluent in the Web3 gaming space. As we all know, gaming is on the minds of everybody. Everybody wants to become an expert in the space, but in my opinion, you cannot be an expert in the space without having a, a very kind of fundamental um, idea of what gaming is and uh, also what Web3 is. I, I see a lot of people in the Web3 gaming space that talk about gaming that are just in it to make money I'm kind of far off of that. I would love to make money. You know, I think everybody does, but I'm really in it because I think that there's this piece of technology when you combine it with gaming is going to absolutely innovate the way that we build in the future. Uh, I actually want to run for president one day. And, um, and the reason I say that is because I, I want to take the thesis of what blockchain is, of what crypto is, and I want to implement it into our everyday society. I think that in itself is actually going to start with gaming. We've seen it already happen. Uh, within uh, free-to-play, we saw, or we first had the gaming space, I guess, in the play-to-play, -play, right? When you had, you know, Tetris and stuff, I guess you had to pay for the console. And then we moved on to uh, having everything on our mobile phones. A lot of those people that were in pay-to-play, uh, the Segas, the, um, I guess, at the Activisions at the time, I didn't really transfer over to who was actually going to be the leading competitors within the free-to-play market. The same thing is happening in Web3 Gaming. And more importantly, uh, the free-to-play market uh, introduced this thing that we all now love and hate, in, uh, which is microtransactions. Uh, we saw this specifically in free-to-play first as a business model. And now we almost see free, um, um, microtransactions in every part of our society. And I think that Web3 Gaming is going to introduce a lot of those concepts into our society. And more importantly, how we treat tokens, how we treat NFTs, how we are going to actually utilize this idea of ownership and implement it in a way to build a community out. Um, I'm currently living in Puerto Rico. And there was this one time I was uh, out at a bar and I realized that the bar kind of area had a really big problem because they wanted organized, but for some reason they were disorganized because not everybody had a say or understood their power within uh, this, like the say of the actual what was happening in the vicinity. And I thought to myself like, wow, this is a great opportunity for a DAO-like structure to arise so that they all have an understanding of, you know, hey, we're looking to do this mission. How can we work together to make this mission happen? Um, again, that's a very long intro, but, you know, obviously happy to run through a lot of the questions that we have. And in general, I want to really dive in deeper in, with GG and Rev because uh, we need more uh, growth engines in this space that will actually retain users and build community. We just simply don't have it today and everything is based off of hype when in reality we should be basing communities off of actual products.
stunned, I know, right? Let me take myself off mute. Thank you so much for that, uh, JRP. Um, very much appreciate it. Um, but just touching on the um, uh, the community side for a minute, um, how, how do you actually go about involving your uh, your community and engaging them, um, especially in the decision-making process? You mentioned DAO before. Um, so how, how do your community members shape um, your initiative? Yeah, so uh, this is kind of, again, when I'm introducing Rev. So for those who are looking to join the GG community, um, I have them mint a badge uh, for a, um, a general kind of a general membership. So I have an understanding of who is this person on chain and are they verified within the community? Outside of this general badge, I also have them mint a specific badge for the profession that they are uh, within the space. So if you are a marketer, I'm gonna have you mint the marketing badge. If you're a founder, I wanna have you mint a founder badge. And these essentially gives you roles, but more importantly, it brings Web3 to the surface. So if there ever is, for example, Magic Link, which provides wallet infrastructure, I would be able to provide them with all of the wallets that I have. And if one day they were able to essentially say like, hey, we're at a, at a conference and, I, and, and, and I'm able to say, oh, cool, I have a wa like wallets and Twitters of people that you know, are founders in my community, you should give them 25% off or you should let them into your uh, event. Here's their wallet. You should you know, automatically let them in if they have this NFT, then we're good to go. Um, and those are things that are actively built within the Rev platform that will allow me to give those token gated access experiences in the future, which is why I'm very excited to essentially use GG as a, um, a, a featured community for what's to happen for, in my opinion, everybody in the future is going to be utilizing token gated badges, not in the way that we see it today, which is like NFT based, but in reality, it's community based. It's tokenizing social interaction. It's not financializing something. Hello? Again, take myself off mute. <laughs> um, so with, with your products, how, how do you actually um, uh, interact? Um, are you separate from the games themselves or, you, or do you have the ability to integrate into uh, um, your product into the games them, uh, themselves? Right, so obviously from the community standpoint, like we can't really interact with anything else. I mean, we can obviously showcase some things, but Specifically with Rev, uh, people can enter. We have an API that people can interact with to drop a badge. Um, for example, I can actually drop a badge within this space. This space, and if anybody were to ever say like, "Hey, you know, I was there when you talked at X Talks talking about GG," it's like, "Oh, were you really?" And they showed me the badge. It's like, "Oh yeah, you actually were there. Cool." Um, all of that would be interoperable because it's it's an it's a on chain asset, right? So if any game ever were to say, "Hey, someone from you know GG." As long as you have a general pass, you're going to get 5% off, you know, this skin or you're going to get this skin for free. Uh, that's automatically going to be, you know, it's a part of the product. It's a part of, you know, what Web3 is. I think the, uh, the, the having the APIs available makes uh, life a lot easier, especially for those games to just uh, um, interact with that. Um, and uh, um, as you said, to be able to turn around and um, look up somebody uh, if, they've, if they've got that uh, NFT showing that they're part, you know, they're an OG or, or something from, from way back then. Brilliant. Um, so how, so um, amongst not just your community, but Web3 gaming professionals themselves, right. um, have you got any um, uh, notable success stories of projects that have emerged from, uh, from those connections that you've got? Yeah. 
and that's really around your networking collaboration with uh, with other um, Web three professionals. Yeah, of course. You know, because the community is so tied to what I do, um, I think it like brings out a lot of people. Um, and so, I guess what I would say is like personally, what I've done is been able to connect games to blockchain infrastructure to receive grants to to continue developing their game is like one of the things that uh, has happened. Um, you know, within the actual community, I've seen a variety of people partner and collab based off of just simply meeting each other within the uh, within the Telegram community. And, you know, I really foresee this going to the next level once we introduce the Discord, because uh, not only am I going to give an opportunity to people to share what they're building, but also give them the opportunity to update on what they're doing. Uh, and this would be in a verifiable way, right? So if I, you have a founder pass, it's because I've talked to you and I know that you're a founder and you're verified outside of, you know, if you're in a telegram and you say like, hey, you should support us. Uh, it might just be someone random that you don't really know or you don't really trust. And so we're also starting Twitter spaces to allow for people to um, connect with each other. And at the same time, we're actually hosting metaverse meetings that uh, act as a networking hub for individuals because a lot of the times people are on Twitter spaces, but they can't talk with each other. Like I, I see here, Albita, and then let's say Star Lord, Lord, like Star Lord and Albita might want, you know, might see some synergies with each other, but you don't know that because they're not actively talking to each other, right? Like they can't, they can't do it like quite literally through this Twitter space. And that's one of the things that we're looking to innovate on is introducing these metaverse meetings that have uh, spatial audio cutoffs so that people can talk to each other um, all in one area while still having that sense of community. That's uh, absolutely brilliant. Actually, highlights some of the capabilities that we're um, uh, that we're going to be introducing, and that is really around um, that social media collaboration. Uh, part of our um, uh, L1X app is um, uh, not just obviously hosting and holding your uh, NFTs within your wallet, um, but also um, interfacing those games across. And as I said, the, the social media side. I think there's probably some things there that we uh, we should probably talk further about it um, to see. Uh, see where it fits um i think it's got some um huge scope uh, and once you introduce the um uh, we've got a decentralized identity those things start coming together as a single place that you can actually uh, uh collaborate on through uh, various social media sites so um now around um um talking about the uh, the engaging the community still because i think community is probably one of the most important things that uh, forms part of web3 uh, being able to uh, to collaborate and talk together and engage um how do you ensure those initiatives and the projects that um uh, that you have um uh, working with you how do they align with the goals and values of web3 gg and um uh, and and rev yeah um it's a great question um sometimes they don't um, there's games that I work with that, you know, sometimes not necessarily that I work with that I talk to, um, that just want to do it. It's seemingly like for a quick flip. Right. And I don't blame them. I, I'm not saying that everyone should go out and just do a quick flip. I think it's, they're following what the trend is. Um, I think the thing that, you know, Rev and also GG is looking to innovate on is, you know, there's trends that we have and there's other things that we should really be focused on, which is building sustainable businesses. Um, I'm not in it for, you know, I didn't create GG because I'm looking to make a lot of money. Like I'm doing it because I really want to move the space forward and make meaningful connections to people that can actually get something meaningful out of it. So if you're a, a Web3 gaming founder that is looking to raise, I'm sorry, but I can't, you know, do BD for you. I, I just can't do BD for everybody that hits me up every day. But what I can do is that I can talk to a variety of different VCs and I can push them over to 
the discord and say, Hey, you know, these are some people that I've talked to. They're legit people. They have the founders pass. Uh, you should definitely chat with them if you find their, their introduction and their updates interesting. Um, specifically with Rev, uh, we're currently working with some of the, honestly, the biggest games that are out in the market today, helping them build their community out. And more importantly, just helping them understand who their community is, right? Like you are not able to build a community if you don't know who your core uh, and top supporters are. Because once you know who your core and top supporters are, you start rewarding those individuals and they start becoming more ingrained in your community and they feel like they have ownership in your community. And that's exactly what our badges do. Um, so I know that I, hopefully that answered the question, but in, in general, I think it's, it's difficult to fully align all the time, but I think utilizing these, this tech and then approaching the community the way that I've approached it, which has been very giving, um, aligns very well with you know what Web3 is really uh, supposed to do. That's absolutely brilliant. Um, I think uh, they're the sort of initiatives that we uh, that we look at pushing to, especially around those NFTs, giving people those um, uh, those badges really make a difference. Um, you know, they might not hold uh, a specific value at that point, um, but um, they certainly lead to uh, um, being able to utilise them for um, all sorts of um, future uh, future capabilities. So um, now. I'm wondering if you might be able to elaborate a little bit on the um, the opportunities that uh, you can provide for uh, for projects, um, and to, to, certainly to pitch towards those um, uh, Web three GG investors. Um, what kind of so what kind of support or resources do you offer um, to companies that are looking to attract investment? So, uh, you know, how do you help them? Right. So, like on a on a personal level, I help them with just really understanding honestly, like what they need to do to get their narrative across and how to actually uh, build towards something that is meaningful for investors. A lot of the times people build um, pitch decks for what they they think investors are going to like, but I advise them to build pitch decks on what their consumer is actually asking for. Um, and so that that's kind of like some ad ad advising that I do on the side that ultimately helps people get investment. And I'm more than happy to dive into that right now as well. But in general for GG, uh, what we do is that because we have these bad, this badging system and we, we know who is essentially collecting our badges, uh, we do, uh, we like uh, giveaway consulting hours. And so we find the top tier um, people in Web3 gaming for marketing, for a whitelist for collab managers, and we essentially give them the opportunity to specifically the GG members to get some of these individuals time that normally costs $300 an hour, but they're willing to give us because of our you know organization, uh, some of their time to give out to the members. And, and that's ultimately essentially, you know, even increasing their own reputation, right within the, the ecosystem. And so that's a you know a small way that we do that. And again, like me personally, I, I'm kind of like everywhere, so I help out in a variety of different ways. But um, you know, I really try to push as much as that over to GG, just because I know that it's very important for the space to move forward in this way. Because if it's not me, then I, I don't really see a lot of other people willing to essentially work for free, which is what I've been doing for the last two and a half years. And it's treated me well, and I know it's going to continue to because you know consistently. I'm like I said, I, I you know I don't want to sound arrogant, but you know top five networked in in the Web three gaming space this early is, in my opinion, what I've been striving for, and I know it's only going to continue. 
Yeah, I think um, that just shows you've, you've got a hell of a lot of uh, drive to uh, to succeed, and that, that's that's yeah. You know, once you've got that drive there, you'll you will be successful. That's for sure. Um, <coughs> can you um, uh, just tell us? Sorry, excuse me for that. Um, how can individual members, so listeners and um, anybody out there um, uh, who listens to this after uh, after the, the the AMA to the recording? How can they contribute to the growth uh, and success of um, uh, the Web3 Gaming Group? And are there any specific roles or initiatives that members can actually um, actively participate in? So, for example, on your Discord or, or wherever. Right. Yeah, what I would say is do not think about how you can give back to GG. Think about how GG can give back to you. Um, and the reason I say that is because a lot of what we are built off of is building resources that help individuals, like I mentioned, move forward in the space. and. You know, of course, I would love for someone to help me, you know, put on events and, you know, reach out to people. But in reality, GG is meant to work for individuals like they're not meant to work for us. Um, you know what you what people can do today is they can join the disc. They can join the Telegram community and, and wait for the discord to open up for everybody and and essentially apply. Right. Because if you want to get into a founder position and I don't know who you are, you're going to have to apply just so I make sure that, you know, you aren't trying to scam anybody within the, the community, essentially. But it's going to be open to all. It's not you know, I'm not going to say no to anybody as long as you're building a legit project and, you know, you're in it for the long run. Um, but yeah, today the, the Telegram's open. I'm more than happy to, to we have some resources there already. Uh, we have like a membership directory that people fill out uh, that um, is automatically uploaded. Then I, I would say that if you want to get networked in the Web3 gaming space and you want to like the best uh, space to start is in GG's Telegram community today. And specifically, it's also in uh, the updates and sorry, the directory that we've uh, been able to establish because of the the members that have uh, filled out their their uh, survey and you know they're willing to network right and so those are the people that you know you want to connect with and and those that are willing to help and 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 really push your your own journey forward i think that's brilliant that you're you're actually taking the focus off uh, off yourself back onto the actual community and the members themselves i think it's um that is excellent but um i'm thinking about touching on the areas around um your current focus areas and the tr and um uh, areas that you see uh, that are trends um, coming up in the in the Web three gaming industry, are there any particular areas uh, that that you see um, that, that you're poised to take advantage of? Yeah, sure. Um, so for one, um, you know, people are not. How, there's so much happening. I, I, it would be you know wrong of me to say that there's only a couple of things happening in in the in the gaming space, um, and and that's why it's difficult for me to decide and, and tell you you know just one thing. Um, you know, some general things is that people are stopping the NFT hype and they're starting launching sustainable businesses. Like that's the number one thing, because if you can't sustain a project with a community, with an actual product, then you're not going to be able to, to actually succeed how you, you want to succeed. Right. And, and sometimes that scares me to say that, to be honest, because there's a lot of people in the past cycles for NFTs that just dropped NFT projects just to make money. Um, but more and more, we're seeing actually talented builders in the space that are building. That is really, really exciting. Like just today, I was in a Twitter space with the guy that made Solitaire. Like the guy that fucking made Solitaire is building in the Web3 gaming space. The guy that made, um, uh, I think it's called like Wordle or like Word with Friends also is in the Web3 gaming space. Uh, that's Paul with Wildcard. You know, these are individuals that came and on a daily basis. I meet people that 
are coming from traditional forms of gaming and understanding that gaming today is stuck and we need innovative um, features and innovative technologies to get us to the next uh, step forward in gaming. And they see that within uh, Web3 specifically. And so what I would say is, you know, that's really the, the biggest trend is the, the amount of uh, talented builders that are coming into the space. And then, you know, I can spend hours talking to you about like business models and the way that people are launching NFT projects, the way that they're building the games, the types of ecosystems that are being successful. But in general, I think that we're um, really pushing towards currently uh, settling in on what is going to be the infrastructure that is going to take us to the next level and allow us to reach a, um, a wider audience, um, whether, you know, because of the way that Web3 is kind of focused on, we don't necessarily need to reach a wider audience, but it depends on, again, your business model. Um, so, you know, there's a whole bunch of things and I think people are excited for gaming and, and it's part of the reason I, I wake up with a smile on my face every single day is because I know that I'm working in a space that is quite literally changing the way that our society is going to be ran in the future. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you touched on the NFT hype there before, and I think um, I think you're right. There, there, there was one heck of a lot of hype around it. You look at the, um, you know, the, the, the monkey side and all, you know, all that sort of stuff. Um, I really see uh, NFTs as being a tool. Um, uh, you know, as you mentioned before, those badges, um, and they they've got the ability to be able to um, uh, to. Uh, to be used for for utility rather than just um, you know a straight image. You know, yeah, of course we can use them as uh, um, you know a, a way of um, verifying a, a single um, uh, piece of artwork or something. But they've got a hell of a lot more utility, especially around being able to uh, to identify and um, uh, being able to um, uh, not just well not just identify but prove the authenticity of a product. I think that's where they'll um, uh, probably come into their own. Um, but um, Moving on from that, really around um, uh, touching on some learning and development side at the moment. Um, do, do you, what do you do uh, in the area? So you you, you spoke before about supporting um, uh, developers and um, uh, projects in the in the in this space, but um, what about any ongoing learning and or professional development for members and, and enabling them to uh, to build up their skill sets? Because um, you, you, I think you also mentioned before about uh, you know, if somebody wants to be a founder and you know you've got. A, uh, you know, prove them their background, their capability, and and what they're bringing to the space. Um, but really, around how does somebody reach that point? So, learning and development. Yeah, um, definitely. I think it's learning is is the utmost thing that I'm wanting to be focused on for the next six months because we're gonna be we're gonna see so many people get burned because they're trying to make money. And a lot of what I like to push is, you know, you should be educating yourself on why Web3 makes sense for gaming and why what it means to buy something within a, a gaming asset and and essentially what you're doing, um, which I, we've been, you know, really people have had to deal with this with just NFTs in general. But I think uh, with gaming, uh, you know, we're going to see a lot of a really big hype cycle. And, and honestly, I think we're going to see a big um, a big dip after that hype cycle, but not as big as we've seen with NFTs, because, again, we have sustainable projects there. Uh, what I would say for the members uh, of GG that are looking to learn, we actually just started um, a couple of Twitter spaces that helped us do exactly that. Uh, we didn't create these Twitter spaces because we wanted them to be the biggest Twitter spaces in the world. We wanted to just provide value. So on Tuesdays, uh, usually from 2 to 4 EST, we're having Twitter spaces on B2B products. Uh, layer 1 can be one of those, for example. Learning about what this product does on a B2B level and how it can be successful within the Web3 gaming space and also 
how it benefits uh, Web3 games. On Thursdays, we have conversations with game builders. Uh, these game builders usually come on and talk to us about a specific thing. For example, next week, we're going to have a conversation with Genzo Meta, one of the largest uh, kind of games specifically in Japan. And they are going to be speaking on localization and how important localization is for building communities and communities that are global and specifically working with one of the tools that they've recently partnered with to bring localization everywhere via AI, which is really, really important for um, really a lot of different games. So our, 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 our hope is to be able to create a platform so that those who are building games can learn and those who are working in the space can also kind of continue to learn more about what's happening so that they can go back to their jobs and say like, hey, we have a game and we want to go to Asia, but we have no one that can localize our product specifically for Asia. Hey, let's use this product, right? And we're really hoping to honestly monetize off of that because I think that a community can only be as helpful as, as long as it's alive and it, it can only be alive if it's uh, if it's sustainable. Mm. Uh, I think you're uh, you're so right, it's, and it's not just about um, when you you talk about the development, um, the um, uh, for um, educating and and uh, for uh, builders to learn how to code. There's more to it than than just that. There is. It's also around um, how they market their product and how they um, uh, build out their own community. All those sort of things that uh, aren't really. Um, specific things that can be, um, you know, you, you can't get a, a degree in, uh, in in how to build a community. Um, but um, moving on from from that, um, in your journey, what is what are some of the challenges that you've uh, encountered, um, and how have you, both you and the community uh, addressed or overcome those? Um, really, those lessons learned that you, you want to share with uh, any other Web three um, uh, projects? Yeah. Um... Growing like an authentic and uh, an authentic and burgeoning community is fucking hard. And, and what I realized is that um, the thing that you need to focus on is your top supporters, because if you can learn how to really, really, really learn who your top supporters are and reward your top supporters, they become super fans. And every time that you get one super fan, it's almost like if you add on 10 regular fans. And that's been like a really interesting thing for me that I think more and more people will learn is that if you can learn how to target really specifically your community to find who your super fans are and grow that super fan base, everything else is going to seem like a piece of cake because those super fans are going to be there for you every single day. And if you're tweeting and they're commenting under every single tweet, you know, your tweets are most likely going to blow up. Uh, your, you know, your, your, your updates are almost likely going to blow up. Like people are going to start seeing traction because they're like, wow, people are actually interested in this. And so identifying your top supporters is number one, uh, top of mind, which is again, ultimately what Rev is like Rev helps individuals, games, communities, creators understand who their top supporters are. And, and, and that's why I'm so excited for a couple of the, the recent updates that we've been pushing. And, you know, next week, I think is going to be a really great week for pushing those up to tell. And, and I, I really think that the next two months, you're going to see Rev everywhere, uh, like solely for this reason, because community, as we all know, is important. But how much are we actually focusing on collecting data from our community? We're not. And, and, and we need to, because it, without data, we cannot grow. We cannot learn. We cannot like we can actually we can't actually improve what we're doing. 
I think you're, uh, you're absolutely right. Uh, that actually, you, you just highlighted one of the abilities that we're bringing into the space, and that's really around what we call our space cards, um, where users can actually uh, create their um, uh, the decentralized identity and actually take that information and monetize it. So they own the data, they own who it goes to, uh, and making that available to uh, um, uh, you know to, a, to whether it's to a project or to uh, to. To, to literally anywhere, uh, deciding on what they can do with that uh, that information, uh, and that actually helps us. I mean, I'm just looking at the moment, um, and we've got some of our biggest supporters uh, uh, in here, and uh, some part of the fan club. I'm looking at uh, LMFG, and uh, um, you know, we've got uh, Crypto Psycho in there, and we've got um, uh, um, Alvita as well. All those people that are actually fantastic um, community members um, uh, from our side. Um, and I know you'll you'll have your own that uh, they're they're really fan, they're fantastic people to deal with to talk to and um, uh, and help uh, help promote. Um, tell us a, maybe a little bit more about your long term vision uh, for um, uh, the Web three Gaming Group and uh, and and Rev. Um, how do you see your offerings and your initiatives evolving over the coming years? Uh, and and what's your hope um, to to actually growing the uh, the, the Web three Gaming ecosystem? Yeah, it's uh, a great question. Um, yeah, I think, you know, for GG specifically, we really want to have a focus on um, building, you know, obviously digital communities, but I think as we move forward, also building um, um, physical communities. And so the reason I say that is because one of the, the major communities that I've met before with the CEO is, I think it's called like Angel Dev or um, AngelCon. And so what they do is that they're essentially a group of developers of 150,000 developers globally, um, essentially helping each other develop really great products. Um, and that's really what I hope GG becomes in the future is this, uh, this community, this group of individuals who comes together to build great products individually. And, and the way that we're able to monetize off of that is sponsorships because there's so many people looking to acquire the users from the B2B side. We see it every single day with gamers, right? You see a gamer community here, gamer community there, but you don't see a lot of communities, honestly, outside of like WolvesDAO, which is a great community to be in uh, as I'm a member, um, you know, really focused in on the, the professionals within the space. And so, um, you know, I really want to take that to the masses as, um, you know, uh, WolvesDAO is only allowed to have about like 300 people into the, the ecosystem, which makes a lot of sense for the, the community that they're building. Uh, but we really want to be a lot more forward thinking and allow anybody who wants to essentially be a professional in the space, you know, really kind of utilize GG as uh, a way to get there. And, and if you're going to, if you're interested in that, you know, more than happy to um, send you an invite to the Telegram group. You can look us up at Web3 Gaming Group on Twitter and we have the Telegram link already kind of linked there. Um, and then in terms of, of, of Rev, which I'm really excited for, right? Like, uh, you know, I would say that GG is like my passion project and and Rev um, is really my way of innovating. You know, we, we see a, a world where we can create a, um, a social graph with essentially what we're doing already is tokenizing social interaction. And so if we can are able to understand from a top of a funnel marketing kind of perspective, um, let's just say that, um, you know, Carolina is uh, JRP's number one fan, but she's also this other person's number one fan. Um, you know, is there a connection there? Can we also relate that to a game that is looking to acquire a user that is, you know, some data that we're able to collect from from, from them? 
um, you know, we're really looking at creating this almost search engine of creators of communities to enable brands to be able to look through them. Because if, if I can drop a badge in a Twitter space, let's say right now, and the average person that collects my badge for the X talk Twitter spaces have, uh, let's just say like $10,000 into their wallet. You know, I can start creating relationships and sponsorships off of that because they know that I have influence there. And that's really what we've seen a, a really major rise in, in the general web two and web three gaming or web two and web three, uh, content creator market is the rise of influencer marketing. I mean, you know, we all see it, we all know what it is, but, for some reason, we don't really talk about it. And in reality, it's suffering. Uh, the only people that really get paid in influencer marketing, which now is about 40 to 60% of everyone's ad spend is the top 1%. And for me, that that makes like, that's total bullshit because like there's so many other creators that have so much passion for the communities that they're building. And the only reason they're not getting paid is because they don't have a good understanding of who that community is. More importantly, the brands don't have an understanding of what that micro influencers community looks like. Um, and so we really want to be able to empower those people while at the same time creating tooling for really the creator economy. But as I mentioned before, um, you know, we really are focused on the, the tagline of being the the growth engine of Web3 gaming um, community specifically. And uh, I think we'll slowly get there, uh, but it's going to take a, a good amount of time. Mm, absolutely brilliant. Uh, I think... Um... Uh, what you're talking about there about building that uh, almost like the global uh, view and seeing who's linked across to whom. Um, you, you get uh, sites like LinkedIn um, trying to do that, but um, sometimes you actually need that in a little bit more visual model. Uh, we're, um, we're actually developing a product to enable that where you can actually start seeing really a global view of all those connections. Um, and if you think of the concept around uh, being visual of um, you know all those connected dots with the, the lines that interact across and you can actually start seeing and delving a little bit more into it visually, but then from a marketing point of view to be able to um, uh, promote across, um, to, to take that information on a much larger scale and uh, uh, make it available uh, to uh, to advertisers and to, um, uh, to other projects. Uh, and that's something that can be uh, you know, monetized for the user to actually earn from that rather than those big corporations. I think that's got a, um, a huge scope for the future um, rather than just passing all that information and the data back to those big um, uh, corporates uh, owning itself and making it available. Um, the user is actually permissioning that data to be made available for uh, for marketing where they want to see specific types of ads. Uh, I think there's a lot of scope there for that. Um, do you see that as something that, that um, would be uh, um, usable across uh, um, your space? I'm not sure what happened. I think it's gone a bit silent.
I'm not sure if uh, anybody can hear, or, or uh, but I'm hearing nothing. I think we've lost one. Um, I thought I'd give him a minute or so, but uh, appears he's uh, he may have dropped off. Um, Joe, I don't know if you can. Uh, could you hear anything, or was it just me? Ah, oh, I can hear you now. Okay. Um, I think we just lost one. He might come back again in a minute. Let's give it a, a little bit. But, um, look, certainly it's a um, <clears throat> it's been a very uh, very interesting set of uh, um, X talks that we've been doing, uh, and uh, sometimes we wanted to uh, delve into the individual projects. I know one was on um, uh, recently. Here he is back again. Um, but uh, uh, it's really good to be able to dig into uh, much deeper the capabilities that uh, um, uh, that the Web three Gaming Group and Rev have. Um, Juan, are you back online? I think you're on mute. All right, now I'm at my friend's apartment, uh, stealing their Wi-Fi. Uh, I apologize for everybody. I appreciate everybody staying as well. Uh, really, really great. No problem. Go for it. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I was actually um, talking a little bit about the, um, so you're going through some of the vision and uh, long-term view for Web3. Um, and um, I don't know if you caught it, but I was speaking about the, one of the capabilities that we're developing is around a global view. So literally providing that for, uh, for end users to be able to um, own their data and make it available for specific uses um, or for, for specific views, even for advertising or anything else. Um, and, though, and also from a personal view, if they want to see their connections, so if we've got a couple of people, you mentioned before, some, some users, um, them being able to connect with one another and see their links uh, and say hi and talk and uh, collaborate, uh, whether it's on a project or even on a personal level. Um, but uh, having that global view, uh, more than the likes of LinkedIn, where you can just see you know, how far away you are connected from people to see that in a visual view, but then to monetize that data and make it available for um uh, for corporates so that the you know that currently all your data is monetized by the uh, the big corporates like the googles and uh, everybody else around the world um and that's not a good thing that they own all of that data they're they're making a lot of money out of us every year um our objective is to bring that put that back into the hands of uh, of users uh, is that something that's um uh, you know the web3 gaming group could um uh, are looking you know you mentioned before that you're you're seeing what you can do in that space but uh, i think there's a collaboration effort there that we could do yeah, honestly, like Rev's not really focused on that right now because it's just too early. Um, I think that like right now what we're focused on is getting as many people to drop as many badges as possible and, and just getting that found like that the 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 lower level of that kind of finished, right? And and you know, I think that's what we're trying to prove out. I don't think it's something that's proven. Um, I think it's definitely something in the future. And and I think once we figure it out for sure there's gonna be some 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 form of collaboration there, especially if you have an ability for us to be able to um, kind of seamlessly do that, right? Outside of what we're, we're currently building as well. And, and even for GG, right? Like we would want to have that be the case um, for our members to know, you know, where other people are at, et cetera. I personally think that the person that is gonna probably do it, honestly, better than maybe even both of us is Farcaster. Uh, if you haven't checked out Farcaster, they recently dropped frames. Frames are interactive experiences within content. Like you can mint things within a, a cast or the tweet for them. 
You can play Doom within a, 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 a cast or a tweet. Like you can do anything, uh, not everything, but you can do a lot of things within a tweet so that you don't have to be leaving the actual site, which is a, a really interesting concept. Uh, and they themselves have a, a lot of uh, information already, data that they're collecting on chain that I'm sure that they can create, you know, that exactly what you're mentioning. And I think a lot of people have talked about creating that thing. And, you know, at the end of the day, what I like to see is like, show me the numbers, show me how many people you have on um, on your, your platform, show me, you know, what are other people doing already? And, you know, are you seeing traction with that? A, a big one was like Lens, right? Lens was doing, trying to do that same exact thing, but you know, I don't see them anywhere anymore. Um, Farcaster, I think, is going to be one that proves to be, you know, really important. And and if you're not on Farcaster, I would highly recommend that you join uh, to check it out. It's currently free for anybody in, in Northern America. And in the future, it's actually going to be a, a monthly fee or an annually fee to, to join. Um, and, and I guess in, even with Rev, you know, we're, we're maybe four, five years away from that. Um, you know, it, it, we, we want to get there. Everybody wants to get there. And at the end of the day, there's not going to be just one winner. It's going to be everyone on layer one, everybody on, you know, Rev, everybody on Farcaster and, and, and everybody's going to have a piece of it instead of, you know, just one individual. Yeah. And I think, um, for us, that's key. Um, ultimately being a layer one, it's, it's, um, more about the infrastructure layer, about how we're uniting all those blockchains and the projects together to enable them to uh, transact cross chain. Um, to, to you know, for the to be able to move NFTs between um, uh, between different chains as well, um, and that I know there's you know you could look at it and say oh yes you can move your NFT from one game to another, but it's if those NFTs are compatible you know whether it's a skin or something else like that. Um, I think there's there's potential there. How huge it is, uh, time will tell. But um, I think the collaboration it's not just on on uh, any one area it's got to be across how we bring those products together and that could be around the um uh, also the um social media side as well for sure and i think that's probably key everybody's got a, all sorts of social media accounts and um uh, you know different ids and uh, um how do you verify somebody that's on uh you know twitter to, across to linkedin across to uh, facebook any of those major products out there right yeah totally agree yeah Brilliant. Um, JP or, or Juan, thank you so much for your, uh, your insights today. It's been really, really good. Um, and uh, yeah, I think we'll, um, I think we'll look at um, uh, talking a little bit further. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate it. Uh, it's been excellent having you. Yeah, appreciate it. And anybody feel free to, to hit me up specifically when it comes to gaming. And again, if you're looking to get, you know, more into the network of Web3 Gaming, feel free to join the Web3 Gaming group. Uh, and you can definitely find individuals there that are in a very similar position. And Ideally, you get into the Discord where you're able to really meet those builders and, and shakers of the space, specifically in Web3 Gaming. And, you know, today it's going to be Web3 Gaming. Tomorrow it's going to be Web3 really global. So very excited for it and appreciate you having me on. It's a pleasure. All right. Take care, everyone. There you go. Bye-bye.